0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Again, I'm so glad you're here. I have to say I'm not a huge numbers person, but I did look at the stats on Libsyn, which is where this podcast is hosted. And oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, I just appreciate everyone's support and listening to the podcast. I know a lot of podcasts numbers in general in the industry have been going down, and ours are continuing to go up. So I'm so, so grateful. I really, really appreciate it. And I appreciate all the amazing reviews and ratings that everyone has been providing here. So again, a really, really big heartfelt thank you. And the other thing which I didn't realize until I looked at the stats this last weekend was, oh my gosh, we are in 13 countries now. So we are global So I just want to give a shout out this week to my friends in Canada, because apparently I have a lot of friends in Canada that are taking a listen to the podcast. So just wanted to say thank you again for showing up week after week and being dedicated to the podcast. It really means so much to me because my whole goal is to bring you content, stories, people that are hopefully going to make a difference in some way in your life. So, with that being said, I am so excited to bring you my guest today, Karen Pofsky. Not only is Karen a dear friend, she's also a wildly successful entrepreneur. She has had her own business called CP Branding Solutions for 27 years, where she works with individuals and organizations to supply them with promotional products to really bring their brand messaging to life. And so she's recently made a pivot in her business because of COVID, which she'll talk about in the episode. But in addition to being a wildly successful entrepreneur, and she has a rock solid business, she's also a mom. She's also a wife. And today, the focus of the conversation is really just us sitting together, having a conversation about taking action In my private conversations with Karen prior to this episode, as we've been building our friendship, the one thing that has stood out to me so clearly is her ability and her tenacity about taking action. It's just something that comes very naturally to Karen. So I invited her on today so she could share with you her personal experience and also her pearls of wisdom around what it's meant for her in her life to take action. This is really, really so important for all of us because we've all seen it play out in our lives in different ways. So as you listen to the episode, I invite you to think about two questions. The first one being, where in your life have you taken action in the past that has really helped you build trust and confidence in yourself? And the second question is, where could you be taking action right now that would help you get to where you want to be, live the dream that you want to dream, take the risk that you want to take, but you're really afraid, and because you're afraid, you're not taking action? I just want you to think about those two things. Because as Karen shares with you, action builds confidence, and Karen even prompts you at the end to think about where you could do one brave thing. So without further ado, I introduce you to my friend, coach, mom, wife, and wildly successful business owner, Karen Pofsky. Welcome to the Lead Your Life Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love their work and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. So Karen, I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so excited to share this episode with my listeners. And first of all, I just want to give everyone a background on how we met. So you and I were actually at a networking meeting together. And instantly, I think we both felt this, oh my god, I really want to get to know her better. And I know that's how I felt about you. It's like, she's so cool. And we just had uh, just a great instant connection. And then, interestingly enough, we found out that we live close by together. And then, the more we got to know each other, we're like, oh my God, we're the same. Per- <laughs> we're really the same person. <laughs> We've had such um, similar experiences. And so, why don't you give my audience a little bit of background about yourself? Because I have so much respect for you and your business, especially what you've been able to do during COVID and how you've pivoted your business. But I would love for you to share a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Thank you, gosh, It is so cool to be here. Thank you for inviting me. And yeah, when we met, you know, there's some people that you meet and there's just an energy and it just feels right. And that's how it was with you. I mean, I knew the second I met you that you were my person, you were my people. And You're right. It's just so interesting how it flowed from there. And we found out that we did coaching school together and from IPEC and just, yeah, I mean, literally live within walking distance and just how parallel our lives and kind of our souls are, I think, the more that we're we're getting to know each other. I agree. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, at this point in life, to meet someone like that, I think is really special. So I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. I do too, Um, my friend. Thank you. And so, as far as me, I, you know, I have a promotional product company uh, that is my business. And all day long for the past 27 years, that's what I've been doing branding, marketing with corporations uh, of all kinds. And this COVID situation, like everybody, has thrown us into a completely different lane. And I'm really proud of what we're doing. So because of all the resources that I've developed over all of these years in the relationship, I have been able to support my clients with the PPE materials and products that they need, whether it's the, for our restaurant clients, the floor, the stickers that go on the floor for social distancing or sanitizers, which are impossible to get, but we had resources to get them and, you know, masks and just anything that people need. So, but as you and I have talked about, it's it's not just about the products or making a sale. It is truly about the relationships, and that is coming into play now more than ever with our clients and also with the suppliers and people that we're buying from. So it's all relationships. It's all energy. All of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not all right. You know, there's a lot of people unfortunately that are taking advantage of the situation right now, and I really just am trusting my instincts and what feels right to utilize those people or not, you know? So it's been a very, very interesting time.
0: Yeah. No. And, and, you know, your story is so, your story is so cool. And as you and I have talked more about your story, you know, you've been an entrepreneur. I'm relatively new to the entrepreneurial space. I was in corporate for so long, but I was in corporate for 27 years and you have really been in this amazing entrepreneurial space for so long but i think as i've gotten to know you and as we as we've shared stories the one thing that has come through whether it's in your business or whether it's in your personal life and that's really what the episode is all about today is you have consistently taken action and you have consistently had a mindset which we just had an introduction to growth mindset on last week's episode but you have consistently had such a great growth mindset and you have always stepped into action no matter what has come to you in your life i mean and you've faced some challenging situations you know personally and so i would love for you to kind of talk about or maybe share some stories you know that you've shared with me about you know, really how did you get that growth mindset and how and why are you always stepping into action, and where does that come from?
1: Mm, that's such an interesting question. And it's so interesting to hear you point that out because it's just so part of who I am. I don't know how else to be. But, like you and I were talking about yesterday, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that when there's challenges that are thrown at us, we have a choice. Either you're going to step into it or you're going to get kicked to the curb. And I just, I'm not made that way, you know? So, going through my divorce was extremely challenging. After 17 years, I was completely blindsided, did not see that coming. And I was really, I was faced with having to look at myself and and make a choice. Am I going to rise above this? Or am I going to fall down and go sideways, you know, or not be able to get up again? And, And I learned so much about myself. And I think that some of the challenges that I face and overcome in my life have given me the confidence to realize that stepping into that space of the unknown, of what's scary, even if it's just a phone call, that I know I'll be okay, you know, and I know that I am going to be able to handle pretty much whatever comes my way. And so... Looking back on the challenges that I've had in my life, I'm actually super grateful because those are the things that gave me the most insight into who I am and the biggest opportunities to to learn those skills and to trust myself. You know So I think one of the things maybe that you're referencing that we talked about yesterday was with a client that I had a really big opportunity with, and there were pieces of this project that I didn't get. I got one piece, but I didn't get the whole project. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm really curious to know why. And normally, I may not have taken the next step, which would be to actually call the client and ask why, you know, just for my own insight. And I did that. Got some interesting information. And it was a brave thing for me to do to step into that. But you know, it's those moments where life presents a choice. And I think the more that I go through my life, and whether it's business or personal, when those choices present themselves, it's almost becoming a quicker, yes, you know, to jump into it rather than to back away from the fear. So I think I told you also, when I was doing the IPEC training, I remember waking up one day and And I literally had the conversation with myself where I said, I am going to find the person that I feel (laughs) the the least attracted to in this room, and I am going to sit next to them, and I'm going to start a conversation and see what that's about for me. What is that fear? And just step into it. So does that answer your question? I feel like I just
0: went in a bunch of directions. No. Okay. So first of all, we could unpack two hours with what you just said, because you... You gave so many great nuggets of insight for people. So first and foremost, you know, it's the thing that we were talking about yesterday. Is we both have it. And it's so nice to meet someone else that has it as well. Is that insatiable curiosity? You know, you have such a love for personal awareness and learning and growing. And you always say, like, look, I'm never, I'm never going to be complacent. And you're always wanting to be better. And I love what you said when you first started out this piece of the conversation is that when you've come up against hard times or challenges, you've always had choice. And, you know, for so many, so many people, especially if they're in a hard time, we're in the middle of COVID right now, and there are horrendous things happening to people. People are losing people that are close to them because of the disease. People are losing jobs. People are being furloughed. I mean, there's so much going on, right? People are losing their entrepreneurial business storefronts. But I think what I'm hoping that this episode will do is to let people know that they have choice in how they respond, right? They don't have to be victims to it. And you really elaborated on that so eloquently around anytime a challenge was given to you, you realized you had choice. And then the second thing that I love that you shared was that the challenges and the tough times that you went through, actually getting through those, making that choice and then getting through it provided you with confidence. And, you know, I think especially for women, my experience has been with coaching is so many women get paralyzed. And they don't take a forward step. They don't take action, which is what this episode is all about, is really stepping into action. But in order to step into action, you need to realize that you have choice. And you also need to realize, which you, again, brought up, is that each time you get through something tough and you take that risk, it really is the thing that provides you with that deepest level of confidence. Because you're like, oh, I did that. I got through it okay. I know that I can get through this thing that's in front of me. And then what I really realized as you were speaking is that getting through those things multiple times in your life, it really provides you ultimately with freedom because you realize that you have this amazing freedom to choose and to go down any path. And just like I said, um, Rebecca in my last episode said, You know there is no failure. Fail is just a first attempt in learning. And it just provides you with insight as to, okay, well, this path didn't work. So now I'm going to try this path. And it's just a learning experience. There really is no failure, right? And then you also Mm -hmm. mentioned trust. It enables you to trust yourself. Like, I've got this. I have the confidence. I trust myself that I'm going to get through this. Again, there's so much here. And then The other note that I took as you were talking is, you know, action takes bravery. So, you know, can you maybe think of something that you've gone through around a time where maybe you didn't have that confidence when you were in it and then maybe what you learned out of it and then maybe how that bravery showed up for you?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and first of all, thank you for, you know, giving all that back to me. And I just want to say that I am so human. I mean, I deal with myself all the time, but it's like building a muscle, you know? And once you realize you can do something, once I realize I can do something, to me, it's just about doing it more and more. It's like going to the gym or going on a run and realizing, oh, next time I'll go a little farther or I'll push myself a little harder. You know, so to me, that's what it's like in my mind. It's this gymnasium of opportunities. And I I don't know. I think that sounds really corny, but that's how it feels. Like bring it on, you know, let me, let me, let me accept these challenges and see how I'm going to overcome it. And a big part of it is trust because I've learned over time to trust who I'm going to show up to be. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I know I've got my back kind of thing, even though my head noise might be telling me something different i know that i i've got this because i've done it before and i can see historically that i can i will be okay you know and i will get through it and i will learn something one of the things that i don't know how much i've even shared with you about this but with my son so we went through a couple of very difficult years when he was probably 14 to 17 and it was also in the midst of the divorce and just, just my whole world literally crumbling around me. And there were many times where it was really scary. I mean, I didn't know what my life was going to look like the next day, the next hour, the next minute. I mean, I had to really develop that trust in myself in the process. And so I think that's a good example of being so mired down by the situation and the circumstances that I couldn't even see the forest through the trees kind of thing. Like I had to literally focus on just getting through this challenge to the next challenge to the next challenge, one step at a time. So having gone through all that for literally a couple of years showed me on the other side who I am. I mean, that's, that's a perfect example, I think, of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, to get into all the details, I would be happy to share it, but it would, you know, take a long time. It was really, it was one of those, you know, life changing, life altering times in my life. But I guess I just kept trusting and just kept believing that I just literally had to trust each moment. I think, and it's like building blocks, you know. And the further I went down the path, I would see, oh, okay, I got through that. I didn't die. Mm -hmm. I'm okay, you know. Yeah, that it wasn't perfect. It was messy and it was awful at times, but I'm still here. I'm good, right? And it gave me more clarity for the next challenge and the next challenge and the next challenge. So does that answer what you
0: asked? Yeah, it does. It it really does. And I think you know, first of all, I just want to thank you for sharing that with our listeners, because, you know, I think we've, I just love that you said, you know what, I'm human, because we all are, you know, I mean, that's the basis of that's how I started out this show of like, look, I'm human, you know, yes, I'm a coach, and I'm an, you know, communications expert, and I'm this and I'm that, and I have all these degrees. But at the end of the day, I'm human, too. We all make mistakes, and we all struggle, and we all have challenges. And we all are in some way challenged on a daily basis with something oh, yeah. no matter what it is yeah. and so i love that you shared that and you know you know i think i know a little bit about your you know the situation that you went through but and i know it was really difficult for you i guess one thing i would ask is so when you were in it i mean when you were in the thick of it with your son what gave you the hope or you know what gave you the tenacity you know how did you build that as you were in it because sometimes when we're in it it can feel so overwhelming mm-hmm. right and i know that you're like look i'm just getting hour by hour you know sometimes day by day sometimes just hour by hour right but the thing that i'm always so drawn to you about is just your perspective you know there not i'm sure there were days that were tough but you never gave up. You kept going. No matter how tough it was, you literally pulled yourself up by the bootstraps every single day. You never gave up on yourself. You never gave up on your son. And that's not every person. There's so many people that would just throw their hands up and just give up and just say, you know, this is really difficult. This is really hard. I can't do this. So what what was it that propelled you through that time?
1: I wish I had the words. I don't know how to put it into words. It was a knowing. And it, and giving up is not even in my vocabulary. And it, that doesn't make me like superhuman or anything like that. It's just not how I'm wired, you know. I feel like when there's a challenge I've always been like this. When there's a challenge there's something that drives me to just figure it out and get through it. You know, it's not an option to lay down. It's not an option to give up. It's an option to push forward and to really just have the trust in the, there was just always this, this knowing that I'm doing the best I can mm-hmm. and, it, believe me, it was messy. And believe me, I mean, there were times that I questioned myself a lot. I mean, even going through the divorce, you know, I didn't know, am I doing this right? You know, i don't I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, I you know, i wish I wish I could say, I wish I could put it into words. I don't know i I don't know that there are words. I think it's more of just truly it's it's more of an energy, it's more of a knowing, it's more of just, it's so obscure that I, I can't, you know, I, I can't, I, I don't know that I can articulate it.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I think one of the reasons why you're struggling, quite frankly, is because your growth mindset is, is just so habitually you. It's so ingrained in who you are. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, if I were to ask you like, hey, Karen, why do you have brown hair? It's like, I don't know. That's just who I am, right? It's just part of right. who I am. And it's, I couldn't explain it to you. It's it, it literally is just part of who you are. But I want you to know, being your friend, seeing you in business, you know, I, I have a lot of different kind of angles I see you in, environments I see you in. That is so inspiring. And that was really a big reason why I wanted you to be on the podcast is because I don't even think that you know how rare that that mindset is, that you just trust yourself. You just know that no matter how muddy and, and tough and hard and you feel like you're in quicksand and you feel like you're struggling, you just have a knowing and a trust in yourself that you're going to get through it. No matter what it takes, you're going to get through it. And I think what it comes down to as well, as I was hearing you talk, is there really is this beautiful acceptance that you give to yourself, which is really, um, you said it, you know, I'm doing the best I can. I don't know how to get through a divorce. I don't know how to get through these years where I'm struggling with my teenage son, like tough struggles with your son. And you didn't know how to do it. But you just had a knowingness that you would figure it out and that you knew you were trusting yourself that it was going to be okay and that you were doing the best you can. And I think so many times, especially as women, we get so hard on ourselves. And there sometimes can be just an easy point where it's just like, you know what, I give up. And a lot of people give up. And a lot of people, you know, watch Netflix and eat ice cream on the couch because, you know, they're just like, I don't know how to do this. I don't trust myself. I don't know how to get through this. And that's why I wanted you to share your story and who you are with my audience, because there is a different way. And I like what you said earlier, too, about it, it is a muscle that you develop, you know, oh, yeah. and and people can change. You know, there's not to get too sciencey, but there's in our brains, it's called neuroplasticity. And we actually have the ability to grow our brains and to change the neuropathways in our minds. There's science behind it, science backed. And we can do that up until the point we literally pass. And so anyone listening to this, you know, I just want you to know that there is hope and there is an ability to completely change your mindset from one of a victim, which is very energy draining, by the way, Mm -hmm. to a growth mindset. And that growth mindset gives you the courage and the confidence and the trust in yourself to really continue to move forward. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing all that, Karen. Because like I said, it's just, I love that you're like, I don't even know how to answer that because it's so just ingrained in who you are.
1: It is. And I am also the person who sits on the couch and watches Netflix and eats ice cream. Like, I definitely do that. And the difference is that I don't stay there. I don't allow myself, you know, I definitely am human, like everybody else, I definitely deal with all the same stuff that everybody deals with. But that's the difference. Is it's almost like when you have accomplished something and you you start to slowly build that trust in yourself. Like we were just saying, you know, I I know that I don't know how else to explain it other than just having gone through a lot of life at this point and having had a lot of experiences. Because I didn't even know this about myself until I was faced with challenges that I had. I have, you, oh, we always have a choice, right? There's always a choice. We don't always see it that way. You don't know. It's not always presented. Life, life, you know, says, okay, here, divorce. You don't look at it as divorce, choose. Mm -hmm. But truthfully, there's a choice. There's always a choice, you know? And, um, on the other side, and I know I kind of keep going back to this train of thought, but that's what keeps coming up for me is that on the other side of these, these ladders you know these experiences these challenges is when I got to sit with myself and go wow look I did that I like I even surprised myself completely surprised myself I didn't know that I would be okay until I was on the other side of it so it's almost like taking that first challenge whatever it is that comes at you right and just saying you know what I'm going to do brave just just one time just just be brave one time Mm -hmm. wasn't that there was a movie uh we built a
0: zoo yes i love that movie talked
1: about that yeah 90 seconds i think yes right yes seconds or something like that where that's all that's all it takes is like when i made that phone call to my client the other day it's 60 seconds or 90 seconds or whatever it's a quick moment of fear that you're stepping into and trusting and It's like, if you can just do that just one time and then just see what happens on the other side, see how you feel. It was that for me time and time and time again. And it it almost feels like a little bit of a game. I've gotten lighter with it over time because now I'm not really afraid of anything. When this whole COVID thing happened, I stepped into fear like everybody did. And then I thought, all right, well, there's an opportunity, there's a choice. Who am I going to be about this? What am I going to do every day? It's a choice. It's a choice in the mindset. It's a choice in the conversations you're having with people. So that's, that's just the only way to get to know yourself, I think, is to trust that. Just, just take a chance. Do something that scares you and then see what happens. See who you are on the other side of it. And I, I bet you'll be surprised. I was.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you 100%. And I mean, that's been my journey as an entrepreneur towards I haven't known how to do everything that requires you know that's required in a business. And um, you know what? I've actually loved the learning process. It's been exciting and challenging and fun and wow. some days you know, and some days I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix and eating ice cream. And I'm glad you brought it back because, you know, there's no judgment for the people who are watching Netflix and eating ice cream. But what I love is, you know, you're doing that, but you're not staying there. And I think that's what I'm really trying to highlight through this conversation is that, you know, people that feel stuck, yes, completely understand. People get stuck in certain situations. And you could be stuck somewhere for six months, a year, two years, but there comes a point where being stuck is a choice. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And that may yeah. sound
0: really harsh, mm-hmm. but it's true. There yeah. does come a point where being stuck is a choice, because, yeah, like going back to the very beginning of this conversation, everyone has choice. Mm-hmm. And so are you going to choose to remain victim? Or are you going to choose to step into action?
1: Yeah. And the more difficult part to expand on that conversation, I think, is you get to a certain point and you might be getting something out of being the victim, staying stuck in the story, because it takes courage to step. It takes courage to let go of that story and step into the next space. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Mm -hmm. because I mean, let's just call it what it is. Look, when I went through my divorce, I could have stayed, I had a lot of agreement and a lot of people that were like, Oh my gosh, that's horrible. And he's horrible. And you know, and at some point I just decided to just stop that story and just say, you know what? It's, It's going to be whatever I'm going to make it to be. But it it took courage to go from that spot on the game board to the next spot on the game board. You know, I mean, it really takes something to leap into that courage and to let go of the stuff that's so familiar and so comfortable. And sometimes being a victim and staying in that state feels good in a weird way right? The devil you know is better than the devil you don't know kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it does. It takes some serious courage to step into like we're talking about, you know, that space of trust,
0: of newness, of the unknown. I mean, that's scary. I completely agree. And I love
1: where the power is. That's the secret.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I love the example that you used with your divorce, because, you know, knowing the background that you shared with me, you did have friends that were, you know, could have kept you very much almost in a negative mindset, right? Oh, yeah. And in mm-hmm. a victim mindset. But you made a completely different choice and you have a completely unique relationship with your ex. So, would you mind expanding on that and just kind of sharing that transition of how you went from where you were until what you have now. And if you could kind of explain that to people
1: (laughs) (laughs) as much as you, as Um, much as you feel comfortable (laughs) with. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm some, you know, super human person, you know, that was able to get from a to Z. I think it was really just a choice. And I think it was honestly feeling that, energy that was surrounding me of thing and the victim and he's such a this and he's just you know I didn't like how that felt to me long term I mean maybe in the beginning yeah it felt good because it, of course you want the agreement and all that but I didn't like it it didn't feel good it was so much more empowering for me to start owning my part of it right my story Flipping the narrative around and starting to share it differently out there, which in turn had people relate differently to me when they saw that I wasn't carrying myself as a victim. I didn't have space for people to treat me like that anymore. It just didn't feel good. It felt so much better to forgive, to move on to take my own ownership, to look at the gifts of the whole thing, the whole experience. As a result, we are very good friends now. And he helped me out with my business. And I mean, it's been years now. It's been probably 12 years. So I acknowledge myself. I mean, I'll just say it. It's because I chose Mm -hmm. to have it be this way. That's why it's this way.
0: I love that. I love that you just own that. You know what? It is this way because you created it. Yeah. It was your choice. It was absolutely yeah. your choice. And so I'll share a little bit about my experience because people thought I was completely crazy when when we announced we were getting divorced. Um, The kids were young. You know, they were 8 and 11, maybe even younger than that, 7 and 10. And, you know, elementary school and people are, oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe – you guys are getting divorced. And we're just so surprised and all of this. And then it was so interesting because we announced we were getting divorced. And I I told people at work as well. And then it was about three or four weeks later, we all went to Hawaii together as a family. And then we went on vacation together. And then we, after that, every Sunday night, my ex would come over and we would have family dinner together We would go to the movies sometimes on the weekends, Um, but every Sunday night was family night. And at the time, we weren't dating other people because we were newly divorced, but we were really child-centered. We were really wanting to make it okay for the kids. And we had dinner together every Sunday night. We'd cook, we'd order food, or we'd go to a restaurant together. And people literally would freak out (laughs) because they would see us. They knew that we were divorced. But yeah, they would see us out at a restaurant together and they would just scratch their heads like, what is going on here? This is the weirdest thing. And I remember telling I had a new boss at the time and I told her, oh, you know, I know you just hired me, but I have this vacation planned and I'm going with my ex-husband to Hawaii with the kids. And I remember she was just looking at me like, what is going on? And people thought it was so strange. And, you know, from our perspective, that's what we were doing. And we were doing it because it was great for the kids. And the kids are great. They don't have any issues with our divorce. We got them through it. And then even I started dating someone and we took the kids to Orlando. I was dating someone. We took the kids to Orlando, my ex and I, just him and me and the kids. And I remember people thinking, well, isn't your boyfriend going to get upset? And isn't, I'm like, no, this is what we're creating. This is what we are creating for the kids. It's completely maybe not the norm, but you know what? It worked for us. It worked for our family. And my kids have completely come through the divorce. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been great. So I share that because, you know, I think you and your ex have a unique relationship too. You guys talk almost every day. And, you know, in the beginning, yes, were there bumps and, you know, roadblocks to get through? Of course. Divorce is not easy. But I love what you said of you know what? I'm here because I made a choice to be here.
2: Right. And there there comes a point in time no matter what situation is thrown at you where you have to decide am I doing what's best for me or am I doing what people think I should be doing, you know, or whatever the norm is or what are people going to think? I mean, once you let all that go mm. and you just do you that's where the power is. It's like, no one can mess with you when you're just in your truth, you know? And, and that's, I think for me, you know, one of the threads that has pulled me through everything, right. Is just that just getting more and more centered and trusted, trusting myself in who I am and every decision that I make. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, I got married a year ago to, you know jeff who was my best friend while i was married i mean the whole situation is is crazy <laughs> we were best friends while i was married so talk about people scratching their heads right? <laughs> right and having a ton of questions and it was like look you know this is what we're doing and yeah we fell in love and we dated for 10 years and yeah we got married and people can say whatever they want to say and i'm sure people have a lot of different things that they'd like to say about it, but it, it, none of that matters, you know, and, and I love your story too, because you guys were just doing what was true for Mm -hmm. you and nothing else mattered. I agree. It's those moments. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's those little teeny pieces of trusting yourself and then realizing how good that feels Mm -hmm. and how real that is. And then the next time a challenge comes, you remember that you did that. And you go, I'm just going to, I'm going to do that again. Like you with your coaching and everything you're stepping into and creating, and you're trusting as you're creating, you're trusting yourself. You're stepping into the unknown and the fear of it and whatever is there, but you're doing it. Mm -hmm. That's what's so inspiring about you.
0: Thank you, Karen. No, I appreciate it. I really do. And, and I, you know, I love what you said is just that in those moments, having the courage to step in and just trusting yourself. just In spite of what everyone else says, trusting that inner voice. Because the truth is, and I know we learned this in IPEC, and I think it was just validation of what I already felt before but didn't quite know how to put into words, is we have exactly what we need. We all do. We know what we're supposed to be doing. We have that voice inside of us, whether it's that gut, you know, we we describe it in different ways. I have a gut feel, it feels in alignment, you know, I trust it, or, you know, we have all these ways of explaining it. But at the end of the day, we have exactly what we need. We know what we need to do. We may need guidance on on maybe specifically tools or resources or competencies to get there. But that inner voice that tells us What we should be doing, even if it's completely against the grain and against what everyone else thinks is okay and normal and acceptable, you know that voice. You have that, we all have that voice inside of us.
2: We do. But what's interesting about what you're saying is because you talk about the voice, I think for me, the head noise, the monkey brain, you know, whatever you want to call it, the thoughts that we have all day long are not always so great. You know, when you talk, it's almost like I picture it like there, there's a voice in your head, right? That's not always so wonderful. Completely agree with you. Right. But then there's almost like that, like if you drop into your energy, into your, your soul, into your feel, like it's a feeling, it's a feeling of knowing rather than the thoughts, because the thoughts, I think for me anyway, are the, Heart that trip me up, that question, that try to hold me down. It's like you know the analogy of crabs in a bucket, like crabs trying. I to climb do, out.
0: but I would love for you to share it because <laughs> I love because I love this analogy, and I actually only learned it a couple months ago. So oh, if you really? could, yeah, so if you could share it, I think it would be really valuable.
2: So when crabs are trying to climb out of a bucket, they're pulling each other down. They're not they're not creating they're, they're not helping each other to get out. They're all trying to climb out, but they're all keeping each other down. Did I say mm-hmm. it right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly and it.
2: That's how the thoughts are. I feel like in my head sometimes, you know, do I want to go for a walk? No, I don't want to go for a walk. I'm really tired. I'm really lazy. look what you and I went yesterday. Right. <laughs> and, but then it's like, what I've learned is, okay, that's noise. And then energetically, what what's what's good for me? What feels right? What do I need? What's that's where to me that's where the trust and the knowing lives, not here, mm-hmm. not in my thoughts always, but more here, more in, you know, in the energy of it. If that makes sense,
0: yeah. That's I what can-
2: I've learned to trust is that feeling more than the thoughts in my head, right?
0: Absolutely. No sense? and I I love that you describe it as your soul you know cuz I do you know I I think I've described it as my heart you know following your heart versus your head and and I completely agree with you and and I, again there's science to back why our brain does it I mean we are living our brains have not evolved to where our society is right now we are bombarded with information and technology and so much coming at us every single day that our thinking brains actually it's our brain's way of protecting us. Right. Of, no, you know, hey, you shouldn't go on that walk because our brain is trying to to retain our energy because right. we spend so much energy thinking and taking in all of this stuff around us and the fear with mm-hmm. the pandemic. And there's so much going on, right? Yeah. And so our brain is actually trying to do a good thing. It's trying to protect us, but it's not always accurate no. and it doesn't always hold up with today's standards you know we're not being chased by tigers and lions okay. and bears and so to really like you said I, and I love the monkey brain too is to really kind of get out of the thoughts in your head and I love how you differentiated about you know like you pointed to your chest and it's like your heart your soul you know what is your heart and your soul saying your heart and your soul saying you I should probably be healthy and I should probably get my butt out <laughs> like we both didn't want to do yesterday morning and we yeah. should probably go for a walk and we should get moving you know that's what our heart says and that's what our soul says and so i love that you shared that i really do
2: and just the other little piece on that is that that i've learned is it's okay to challenge those thoughts just because a thought comes into your head it doesn't mean it's true <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's real it's okay to be like yeah no i i don't agree with that you know or is that really true? I mean, our thoughts are just it's like a computer. It's just constant, 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 you know, in the background, right? But it's kind of fun to play with it a little bit and realize that we can we can get in there and intervene and question it and even toss it to the side. Thank you for sharing. I'm gonna go for a walk anyway. <laughs>
0: No, and I think I and I think, you know, Karen, I think coming full circle that's what has been so amazing to be your friend and to be close to you because you know, I think in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I was expressing fears to you and concerns and and you were challenging me. Like you were helping me challenge my own thought process. Well, is that true? You know, how do you know that's true? And and I love that you do that. And you do it literally, you do it very unconsciously yourself all day long. And again, why had you on to talk about it? Because I love that you shared that because people might not even understand that they have that ability. You don't have to listen to your thoughts. Right. I mean, it sounds so common sense, but it's so true. Do you know how many of us get stuck thinking what, you know, or, or acting on what we're thinking? And we don't have to.
2: And how like, cool is it's a that choice? It's so I know it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, It doesn't mean that it's true just because it plopped into your head, your head, I, I, your brain, I think has to be nonstop. It has to just be going. And I mean, the second you wake up in the morning, there it is waking you up chatting <laughs> away, you know, it's just, it's very interesting to, to know that we have power over that and choice. Yeah. I guess choice is is the word that keeps coming up.
0: Yeah, and and I love, you know, like I said kind of coming full circle is is that choice, knowing that we have choice, mm-hmm. trusting ourselves because we're continually making those choices over and over and over again by taking action. That action builds confidence. That confidence builds trust. And really at the end of the day, the freedom of trusting yourself. Oh my god. I mean, That's Nirvana, right? I mean, that's it. That's
2: it. That's it. We can end there. (laughs) And it's it's not all the time. I mean, it takes practice. It is a definite muscle to build, but it's kind of I found it kind of fun to play with once once I realized that there is freedom and that there is you know um, possibilities and options and you're not. You don't have to be so linear. You can mm-hmm. go outside the lines a little bit, you know? You don't have to listen to everything that your brain tells you. I think we'd be in I think <laughs> I was gonna say I think we'd be in trouble if we do. Um, <laughs> but that's just human nature, I guess, you know? Yeah. And then there's the other side that we're talking about. So it's so awesome to have these conversations. Just I to so where appreciate there's that.
0: possibility, you know. It is. It's all about possibility. And you know, it's just My hope for people after listening to this episode is that they really do realize that one, they do have a choice. Two, they don't have to listen to those voices in their heads or, you know, the chatter in their minds because they have choice on whether they accept what's being said or not. They can quiet it down. If it serves them, they can raise it up. And then that can really help people step into action. And I love what you said, too, of like, have fun with it. You know, be creative with it and see it as a as an opportunity and a possibility to make changes in your lives. Karen, I'm so glad you were here today. Thank you for sharing yourself, your stories, your life with my listeners. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for having me and for doing this podcast. It's it's incredible what you're doing every week. And you know, just giving people the opportunity to dip into different way of thinking, you know, and, and I, I would like to challenge everyone who's listening to go do something that is scary. Just do it. Do something it. that's scary and see who you are on the other side. And I, I promise you, you'll be surprised.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. On that note, we will see everyone next week. Karen, thank you again for being here today. I appreciate thank you it for having me. Of course. All right. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the lead your life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.